Welcome to Life Works with Mel. This is Clarissa, your guest host for today, introducing to you an amazing podcaster that's new to the circuit, but not new to the world. We have Coach Mel here, also known as Coach Mel Earhart. Coach Mel, welcome, welcome, yes, welcome. Thank you. This thank is you. awesome. It is. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So have I. People have been waiting for a Coach Mel. <laughs> yes, all right. Yeah. Well, here we are. We're here. <laughs> yes. So now life works. I mean, it's great. We're excited about that. But you know what? So many people out here who don't believe that life really works for whatever reason, uh, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, lots of things going on. And so they're people out there that just may not think that life truly works. So let's talk a little bit about you. Who is Coach Mel and why do you think life works? Well, Coach Mel is a person that has been broken. And just because life breaks doesn't mean that life doesn't work. Because there's not, there are not only uh, times of uh, breaking and times of hurt in life, but there are also times of healing. And I'm just thoroughly convinced that there's more healing in the world than there is hurt. And so whatever hurt anyone has been through, there's a healing for them. Mm. And I'm convinced of that. And uh, just in my own situation, uh, I've been through two divorces, three church splits, two IRS audits, and a bankruptcy. And I'm more hopeful today than I've ever been at any point in my life. Oh, my. I mean, now I know why life works. Now I know why there's a coach male that needs to be on the <laughs> airwaves. You know, most people have never been through anything like that. And if they were, most would have crumbled and died. But you did not. Yes. And you're still hopeful. Yes. I am not just still hopeful. I am more hopeful mm, mm. than I ever have been because I can remember thinking, okay, I'm, uh, as a believer, uh, I am uh thoroughly convinced of life after death. Mm -hmm. That never was an issue. But what really bothered me is their life after failure. <laughs> wow. That was the most important question I needed to answer. And that's the important question I feel like a lot of other people need to address. Mm -hmm. it, it's not the, the eternal that, that is the biggest problem. It's the temporal. It's not uh, what happens after I die, but it's what happens after I wake up tomorrow. Wow. And so when you when you wake up with this hope, you know, you, you're building a foundation and you are creating a system to work by. And so when we have life works, we understand that you have three uh, system or three systematic uh, steps that one needs to take and be aware of. What are those three things? Yes. Well, uh, just as in a, a medical practice, mm -hmm. uh, it, uh, it it comes with with three basic steps. And with life works, life coaching, we have uh adopted those three steps and those three steps are diagnosis prognosis and prescription wow. now uh i don't want to get too nerdy here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can for about two seconds <laughs> okay okay so then we're through with that <laughs> but uh, uh diagnosis these are uh usually used in the medical field but uh they're actually just very helpful words uh and just life because a diagnosis is a word that comes, it's a compound word that comes to us from the Greek language, from dia, which means according to, it's a uh, prefix meaning according to, and gnosis, which means knowledge. Mm. So a diagnosis is just something that's according to knowledge. Okay, what are the facts? What's reality? That's the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. You have cancer. You have heart problems. You have depression. Right. <laughs> Uh, whatever the, you have uh, financial problems, okay? The, the, the diagnosis is just 
what, what, what's the knowledge here? According to knowledge, where are you? Mm-hmm. Tells mm-hmm. us where we are. Then there's a prognosis, again, from the same language, Greek. Pro meaning first or foremost or pre-knowledge. Mm. Uh, okay, so what's the foreknowledge about this? What's the prediction? Mm. Okay, based on, on your condition, what's the prediction? What's going to happen if you keep on living the way you are? What's going to happen if you keep on doing the same things you're doing? Mm-hmm. That's the prognosis. And then, of course, the prescription. Uh, prescription just means uh, what's written out. It's a, it's a plan. And in the medical field, it's, uh, you know, usually uh, uh, something that you would take, some type of medication. Prescription is how much you take and how often and for how long and so forth. But uh, in order for life to work, we can use those, those same three things, a diagnosis, a prognosis, and a prescription. I like that. And I want to tell you something. Most people know the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're living it, you know it. And then we may possibly get a prognosis from maybe a local minister or pastor. Well, I think the missing component is the um, prescription. Yes. Because so, so many people go to revivals and get saved and know Christ. But now what? You know, now you're at home and you think you're saved based on what you thought it's supposed to be. But what do you do after that? And so I like the fact that you're not only saying that life works, but you're going to lay down how it works what we need to do to make it work for us. And what I do like is personal for you. You know, yes. you've been through all of those things you just mentioned, you know, a couple of divorces, a couple of IRS situations, you know, things that, that normal people go through. But some people are just kind of in depression and taking pills to handle that. But you're saying that life works. You're giving us the systematic steps so that we can ensure that life works for us. And so... As, as we're going along and, and we're seeing that you're building out this podcast, there's one thing that uh, I have noticed just in talking to you that really, really drives home for you, and that's hope. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I like the acronym that you've given for hope. You have four acronyms for hope. Uh, it's for the H, the O, the P, and the E. And I think the first one was help. Yes. So how did you come up with this this acronym? I mean, I think it's so clever. It's really yes. cute. And it just works. You know, hope you need help. Yes. You know, I mean, tell me how you came up yeah, with that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And, well, I I feel so hopeful all the time. And no matter what my situation was, I, it seems I always had hope. And I think I would have to uh, attribute, just as far as an earthly source, I'd have to attribute that to my mother who who seemed to always be able to have hope, no matter what the situation was, no matter how bad something was, she always pointed out how it could have been worse Mm. and how that there was a purpose for it and that there is hope. And so hope just, it was always part of me. It was just part of my, my very fiber of my being that I always seemed to be able to have a positive outlook that no matter the way things were, if they were bad, they were going to get better. If they were good, they were going to get better. Mm-hmm. So there was just hope there. And uh, then what, uh, what really uh, brought this home to me was uh, 13 years ago when uh, I made a, a trip to the nation of Honduras to the rural mountains there and uh, to, to meet some people that uh, basically, not that the world had forgotten, but that the world never knew. Mm. And uh, they're, they're living in the mountains there without electricity, without any kind of health care, uh, without clean water, mm-hmm. without education, without any school, anything. 
and to go there and and to to see where we could start with them and to just see how important hope was to them and uh some one of the things that i that i've learned about hope is that uh without hope the most capable are defeated mm. but with hope the most defeated are capable so hope was that was that that ingredient uh it's not just uh, uh an arbitrary ingredient in life it is a necessity and so that's what really got me. I, I want to understand hope. I want to be able to see uh, what it's done to me, how it's affected me, how I got it, how I keep it, but most importantly, how do I pass it along? Yeah, and, you know, I like the formula that you use. You have help, you have overview, you have plan, and you have expectation. Yes. So those are the acronyms of HOPE. That, that you have so beautifully laid out. And even as you mentioned in your story a few minutes ago about going to Honduras, you know, you were able to establish the fact that the people in that area needed help. So you had to go in and kind of establish an overview of what's taking place, you know, what's going on. And then you implemented a plan. You wrote the plan down, and then you were able to implement that plan and create expectation of the people who live there. Yes. And so I like how you... Are, how you so easily put these like an ABC. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to work with a lady years ago, and she's passed on now, but she said, you know, explain it to me like I'm a two-year-old or explain it to me like I'm a four-year-old or a six-year-old. And what she meant was, you know, make sure you break it down into layman's terms so that anybody yes. can understand what's being said. And it's so important that everybody can understand that life works with mail. And so I like the way you just kind of break things down so it's very simplistic easy to digest, easy to implement. So I'm telling you guys, you guys are learning more about Coach Mel. Life works with Coach Mel. And you need to share this podcast, share this information to your friends, your network, uh, people who are out there that you know don't have hope or is hopeless. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that's going on with the pandemic. People have lost jobs, lives, family members, you name it, they've lost it. And yes. so they've also lost hope in the midst of that. So uh, as we're going, uh, coming around that other side of this pandemic, it's good to know that life works yes and, and it's good to know that there's a coach male out there that's going to help us understand that life works now coach Mel, you do the name of your podcast is really a spinoff of your coaching uh, yes company that you have let's talk a little bit more about life works yes okay uh life works is uh is a system that i've put together that uh, helps people to uh, live a life of wholeness and be able to experience purpose in their life. And those are two key words, wholeness and purpose. And um, the medical field has done a lot to, uh, to medicate us and to numb us to, <laughs> to, to, to what the reality is. And, uh, and by the way, I'm, I'm nearing my seventh decade and I'm on no medications of any kind. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, basically never have been mm-hmm. and never plan to be. And uh, so there's, there's a lot more to this thing of hope than just making it through a day. Mm. Um, to, uh, there's more to thriving than just surviving. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and good. Say that again. Can there's you say more again? to thriving than just surviving. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Right. And if that's something that people forget. 
Yes. Because we're so busy doing life. Yes, and, and we can get so busy thinking, well, well, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. That's right. That we forget that it's actually fun to swim. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's you another know? good one. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> well, we get so busy keeping it. our just trying to keep our head above water that we forget that it's actually fun to swim. Mm. And, and life, life can be fun, mm-hmm. and life should be fun. Life is here for us to enjoy. Do you, do you believe, Coach Mel, that uh, God puts a, a lot of that responsibility on us? I well, mean, God is omnipotent. He's omniscient. You know, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere. He can yeah. do whatever, whenever he wants to. But would you say that he puts a little bit of that responsibility on us? Yes, absolutely. And I, I've had that question asked me a number of times. Well, uh, how can you believe there's a God because there are people that are hopeless in this world and there are people who seem to be helpless and they're sick and mm-hmm. and and people in a lot of pain? And and I'm like, okay, uh, well, l- let's just get a diagnosis on this, right? Mm-hmm. There are more than enough resources in this world to feed everyone at least one good nutritious meal every day. And that's really all we need is one nutritious meal a day. Mm-hmm. There's enough resources uh, in this world to feed everybody. There are enough uh, materials to build adequate housing for everybody in the world. So God has put all that here. So why are we blaming him? Mm. He, he's given us the resources. And too many believers pray for daily bread, but when God delivers flour and, uh, and lard uh, and yeast to the doorstep, we think, well, my prayer wasn't answered. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, it's our daily That's bread true. sometimes shows up as the ingredients, mm-hmm. and the recipe may be in a different location. So That's yet another one. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. Okay. Our daily bread shows up sometimes not as a loaf, but just as a, 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 a some ingredients. That's right. A basket of ingredients. Or we may have to get an ingredient one place and go somewhere else and find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so would you say that builds faith? Yes, absolutely, and and that's part of the uh, that's part of the excitement of life, and uh, I, I just uh, I, I I know that that's part of the hope that's within me. Mm-hmm. I was uh, a few years ago. I was in the nation of Kenya. I was on the south side of Nairobi, the capital city there, and our taxi driver stopped on the side of the road and he said, "Look, I look at that over there," and I looked and it just it was just dusty, barren, rocky hills. And there was something kind of a gray brownish looking something on it that really it almost looked like a scab, but it was like miles away, you know. And I said, "What is that?" And he said, uh, "That is the uh, the largest sub-Saharan ghetto in Africa. Mm. There, there, there's no no sanitation there. There's no water. Uh, there's no electricity. They have no idea if there's two hundred thousand or a million people that live in there. There's no way to count them. There's no law enforcement." And I was like, I just started feeling a bit depressed. But then, I don't know, just that hope rose up within me. And this is what I felt in my heart. Mm-hmm. So I, heard, I felt the Lord say this to my heart, that anywhere in the world there are people, God has placed within their reach the resources to provide for themselves in excess so they would have enough to share with someone else. Mm-hmm. And that it's up to us to find it, to find those resources. Mm-hmm. So uh, my hope actually goes much deeper than just what I can do, but it actually goes to what is provided here for us, uh, that on this, this beautiful world and this earth that we've been given. And so the, the hope is a, uh, it's more than a feeling. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, hope is a platform from which all dreams can be launched. And hope is a foundation upon which uh, a thriving life can be built. And so that's why hope is so important. And to me, that's why uh, my experience in, in Honduras uh, and then even here in, uh, in this country, I've, I've worked uh, for decades with uh, feeding programs and uh, food distribution, and even presently with a program here for people in homeless situation in downtown Birmingham. And we're seeing th- lives just turned around regularly just because they have hope. Wow. And hope is, is a power. Mm-hmm. Hope is a dynamic. It's a force. It's not just some virtue that exists out there somewhere in, in uh, outer space, mm-hmm. but it, it's actually a, a dynamic. Hope is a force. I, I like the fact that you've given uh, hope some type of identity, and that may be a lack of a better term, but when you say it's a force, when you say it's power, it, my question to you would be, with people coming to LifeWorks with Coach Mel, coming to your podcast, uh, coming for some type, they have some type of expectation. If they found you, that means that they have not found hope. Okay, <laughs> So they're looking for it. Yes. So what would you say by someone coming and listening to your episodes, being a part of your series, what could one take away from LifeWorks with Coach Mel? Okay, first is that there is hope for you. It it doesn't matter. I don't have to know your situation. I just know our creator. And I know the beginning and the end uh, of our our lives were uh, were determined by uh, a benevolent, powerful, all-powerful creator. And he's given us what we need to do to uh, not only honor him, but also be honorable with one another. And so uh, I, I can... I'll make a promise to the people that listen to this podcast that every 30 minutes that they listen to, they're going to learn something and they're going to hear something that's going to give them hope. They're going to hear something that can change their life because the things we're going to be talking about are things that have changed my life and not just that, but things that have changed the lives of countless others. And uh, so, but the the main thing about, uh, about hope is that uh, it's okay to not have hope. It's just not okay to never get hope. And for someone to feel hopeless, uh, that, that, that's a normal thing. But to understand that just because you feel hopeless doesn't mean that there is no hope. There is a connection that we can make with hope, mm-hmm. and it's out there. And so with that connection makes life work. Yes, and life works better with hope. And as you just mentioned there, just the, the acronym for hope, uh, the H stands for help. And uh, everyone who has hope has been helped. If I see, a, if, if someone says, man, I'm hopeful, well, that mm-hmm. means they've been helped. Been helped. All right. That's right. Uh, and, and everyone that, uh, that is without hope needs help. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's put a handle on this hope and hopeless thing, and let's talk about help and helpless. Mm-hmm. And some people feel helpless, and that's what leads to a feeling of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. But one thing we need to keep in mind that, uh, that in going to, towards purpose and wholeness, that if, if first we are hopeless, someone who is hopeless has to first be, if someone who feels helpless 
they must first be hopeful before they can become helpful. Okay, when someone is hopeless, they must become, excuse me again, when someone feels helpless, the first ingredient is for them to become hopeful. And then after that, they can become helpful. You know, what I hear you saying is it's very possible to be helpless but still hopeful. Yes. It's like a stage or a slide into a transition. And and I'll be honest, I have I've had times where I felt helpless, but I still had hope. Yes. But there have also been times that I felt helpless and felt no hope. Yes. So and it's good to know that there is a difference between the two. And you know, and even by listening to the podcast with life works with male, you may realize that you're just helpless, but you still have hope. But how do you make the two connect and how do you make it work so that your life can work? Oh, that was good. I'm talking like you now. <laughs> I love it. I love it, guys. Man, listen, you guys are going to have a really, really great, great time hanging out with Coach Mel and as he brings his podcast here to this platform. And Life Works with Mel will come on every second and fourth Wednesday of the month, every second and fourth Wednesday of the month. So look for it. What I want you to do is just to get connected with that notification so every time a new episode loads up, you will get that notification and you will know that Life Works with Coach Mel now has a new series and a new episode. So let's get back with this quickly. Coach, uh, you had three other acronyms to help to yes. uh, hope. First one was help. What was the next one? Yeah, okay. Yeah, the first one is help, and the second one is an overview. Uh, I've learned in my own experience that when I feel hopeless, one of the steps to becoming hopeful is just to see a bigger picture. Too many times we, uh, we just we look at too narrow a part of our life, like one particular day. Uh, for example, uh, I can remember seeing uh, a close-up picture of, of a painting. And it was a little, uh, it had cracks in it. And uh, the color really didn't look like it was that great a quality. And uh, you could see brush marks. And it just really didn't look like it was, you know, it was very much, it looked like something you'd want to paint over or Mm -hmm. something you'd want to scrape off. Mm -hmm. But then as the camera backed up and you got an overview, it was actually the Mona Lisa. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. But if you just, if you just narrow your, your field of view all the way down to, to something that until you find an imperfection, Mm -hmm. then it's, it's going to limit your, your ability to be hopeful. But just back up and look at the, at the bigger picture. You need an overview. And I've also learned that anytime something's not making sense to me, uh, my, my, one of my favorite go-to prayers is, is Lord, uh, give me a bigger picture. Mm. Let me see a bigger picture of what's going on here. Let, let me see what's happening on the other, on the other end of this board. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what's happening, uh, you know, in, in other places, other situations. Uh, what are you doing in other uh, realms. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just just a, an overview. So we have the H for help and then the O for overview. Just get an overview, what it, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's helpful for me to just to get up on uh, a high place, get up on top of a hill or a mountain and, and just look, just to kind of realize the, that there, there's expanse here. 
and uh, your life actually has more room to improve. And we can understand that if we just get uh, an overview, uh, seeing a bigger picture. And then once, uh, once we get the overview, uh, the P is, uh, is we need a plan. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really big on plans. I had someone ask me one time, one of our interns with our mission program said, uh, Coach Mel, why do you always have to have a plan? I said, well, because God has a plan. Mm-hmm. They said, well, how do you know you have God's plan? I said, I don't. But if I don't have a plan, I know I don't have God's plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if I have a plan, I at least have a chance right. for it to be God's <laughs> plan. <laughs> I love it. That's right. So I'm closer to having God's plan by having a plan than mm-hmm. by not having one at all. So we need a plan. And, uh, and by a plan, uh, I look at a plan as being a, a recipe that takes uh, separate items uh, to produce something of value that's not found in any of the of the individual ingredients. Hmm. We may not understand exactly what this part of the plan, it may not have a lot of value to it, but that's what a plan does. It puts together a program so that then what results, the result is something that has value. Hmm. And so you can add value to every part of your day by getting some help, by getting an overview of actually uh, what's happening, uh, a bigger picture of it, and then by uh, just by having a plan and just the, the old adage of plan your work and then work your plan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, it, it's like uh, even if you don't cook with a recipe, you're, uh, you're basically using a recipe as you put the different ingredients together. Right. So that's what that's all about. And then expectation. Expectation is just uh, creating a positive uh, uh, experience already. Expectation is 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 taken alone on the good feeling that this positive result is going to have. So I'm reaching into the future with my emotions, <laughs> and I'm beginning to experience by faith. That's the connection of hope and faith. I'm beginning to experience by faith the way it's going to feel when I have hope uh, to a much greater degree. So that's the expectation. So to to be hopeful, we need help. We need an overview, we need a plan, and we need some expectation. Wow. Guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be a great time with Life Works with Mel. He has an amazing podcast, guys, and the format is great. You're going to leave with a great deal of hope, help, I mean, overview, plan, uh, expectation i mean you name it it's coming with life works with mail so be sure to tune in every second and fourth wednesday of the month life works with mail and of course he'll have series out there and episodes you do not want to miss it so make sure you're connected with your notifications so every time he uploads one you will know when he comes on all right introducing to you coach mail life works with coach mail